Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am your captain today, and my name is John, if you don't recognize my voice by all of the other episodes that we've done of over the past year and a half. Uh, and with me, as always, are my trusty skippers, mm-hmm. Harland and Hello. Kyle. And that's me. I'm Kyle. He got it right this time. He did. He nailed it. That's, <laughs> that's you. You did it. That's me. That's my name. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Uh, today's topic actually came from Kat and I being very stoned and scrolling through TikTok, and ah. there was a like three second. Everyone's like, blip. "This is my shit, dude." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, it's not where it's not going where you think it is, but it's basically just like we got introduced to this gentleman who was telling us about this story very quickly, and I was like, stoned as hell. <laughs> I was like, "Kat, you gotta send this to me." I'm is this real life? <laughs> like, this is this is gold. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm going to remember this tomorrow. But uh, yes, I need this text message reminder. If like, what did we talk about? What did we watch? That I mean, that's, that's part real. with the course with anything. When you're stoned, you come up with oh, a great business idea and you try and write it down. And you look at it the next day and it's a Picasso. Let this be heads or tails. Let this be a lesson to you all. Just get in the habit of taking notes. You'll when you you just be drunk or high <laughs> yeah. and you'll just start taking notes. You know, keep a moleskin with you. Just start Absolutely. taking notes. We'll hey, yeah. it's the 21st century. It's 2020. Just turn on that voice memo in your iPhone. Stick it in your shirt pocket and just let oh it record God. the entire night. But then you got to yeah. get consent from everybody you're doing business plans with. Uh, Shit. We it's just a gray area. It's yeah, a gray area. It is it a gray is. area. You, you have to credit them. If there is an idea, you credit them. I think that you can skirt around that and you'll be fine. I actually am a big voice memo fan. I have a bunch of t-shirt ideas logged in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> i want to hear those so bad yeah i do too i want to hear we, him describing an entire, a t-shirt design an entire episode of kyle's voice messages that would be fucking amazing <laughs> technically it's a weird totally. internet thing like all it non sequiturs an internet yeah. phone it's oh, a big God. fucking dragon and he's riding a harley davidson and he's got a top hat on and i don't know why Kyle, you realize you have a graphic designer at your disposable to, like, to make these things happen. Uh, yes, I know. He's, I know. He's saving them all up, and he's going to drop them all on you all at once. And then it's just a lifestyle <laughs> brand. Yeah. Luck by Lucky. That's right. Ooh. I love um, it. All right. Well, let's jump in. Uh, are you guys ready to dive into our topic? Yes. Yeah. Let's dive in. Today, we are going to discuss John... Oh, quick. Kyle, do you have your soundboard up? Because we're going to need it. What do you mean soundboard? Your sound effects thing. Your, your fun sound effects. I, no. I, okay, no. we'll do it in post. I, I need you to hit me with a, <laughs> an X-File sound right after I say the end of this. Ready? Okay. You can, you can leave all this in. John Teeter, the time traveler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just the fact that there was no repro. 
know what's funny? Sometimes. You know what's funny is I almost I almost texted you guys before this episode. I was like, Ugh. hey, you guys, if you guys ever need extra audio work, <laughs> just let me know beforehand. I oh, oh my I, god, like, I, it's six no, o'clock. I, I had the thought, and I almost texted oh, you guys. That's I'm on incredible. the fly here. So, um, <laughs> do you have you guys ever heard of this before? John Teeter, the time traveler. No, John Teeter, the time traveler. No, but I know that in uh, I I've been getting recommended shit on either like Reddit or like YouTube mm-hmm. about time travel videos and shit. Uh, so I don't know. It might be related, but I, I'm okay. not 100 percent familiar. So John Teeter is the name of a person who appeared on many internet forums uh, around 2000 2001 by a poster claiming to be an American military time traveler from 2036 yeah you know what i think that if this is from you got this from tiktok i've seen some tiktoks going around about this Mm, i've only seen one so but um the story is fascinating to me um he made just a bunch of like really vague and somewhat specific predictions regarding horrible events that were going to happen in 2004 Uh, right modern day nostradamus yeah um so this kind of all starts basically uh his first post appeared on the uh the time traveler wait i have it written down here somewhere the time traveler's wife Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, time for time travelers time to time travel (laughs) time travel for dummies (laughs) um it was a time traveler's forum basically uh (laughs) And then he started sending fax messages uh, into... Have you guys ever heard of Art Bell's uh, Coast to Coast AM radio? That's a big part of this. No. No, I've only heard of a Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I was... Yeah. That's the only Coast to Coast I know. Sort of similar. So I think that's where this comes from. Art Bell's like a big like kind of conspiracy theorist guy where he basically just has an AM radio show. It's talk radio. And so he has people call in and it is basically like anything that would fit into an X-Files episode it's like sure like weird bigfoot sightings it's flat earthers uh, anti-vaxxers well i mean this is (laughs) less political we didn't get there yet but i mean a little bit political it was more of like the the, you know this is like y2k stuff and so this is like early late 90s early 2000s is when this is happening but art bell has been around forever well he's dead now but uh so he had been around around until he died he had been around for a long (laughs) time um but it was like a a lot of nurturing of the supernatural and uh ufos and a lot of like conspiracy Mm -hmm. theorists to just basically call in like Like mothman stuff exactly yeah somebody would be like i saw a bigfoot up in the the woods there and i wanted you to tell me if you think that that that's that's correct and so like john i take offense to that accent i grew up in a place full of full of conspiracy theorists that did not sound like that Mm -hmm. but maybe they come from other places but also though some of them did definitely sound like that too yes okay um so he posted uh john teeter uh before he actually assumed that name it was uh the posts were under time travel underscore zero on art bell's coast to coast forum that was where it came from um and he also started sending in faxes to the radio station as well in order to get people to sort of talk about it nothing creepier Um, than a fax (laughs) yes when you're least expecting it it's like you just just all of a sudden hear it fire up behind you who could be faxing me at this hour and like a dot matrix kind of sound it's just like a fucking middle finger 
Well, also, also, if you're at, if you're at your own house and you hear a fax machine and you're just what? like, I don't own a fax. Yeah, that that, that, would, that would probably be the worst thing. Oh just in God. the wall. Yeah. Um. So these posts basically claimed that he was a U.S. soldier who time traveled back to that year uh, from 2036, and he was based in Tampa, Florida. Um, okay so we have to assume then that in 2036 they have developed time travel mm -hmm. which yep. to me doesn't seem that far in the future that's i mean 16 where we are years, now but yes 30 yeah. years ago it did or was it in the, 16 years ago yeah no 16 in the future well because this is 2004 20 years ago oh oh right right sorry i'm thinking about time certain, now certain, where i'm at in the present not the past but still that's doesn't seem uh that far off that this is technology that we would have mastered in such a short period of time i'm already skeptical is what i'm saying guys yeah well you've guys. had 20 years of interneting to be able to do this and also movies and pop culture and science uh -huh. fiction so I, bro i've seen looper <laughs> yeah uh we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that later on but um the movie is full of conundrums and <laughs> So uh, his story was that he was assigned to a governmental time travel project, again, based in Tampa, Florida. Right. Um, yeah. Of all the places. <laughs> and he was supposed to be sent back to 1975 to retrieve oh. an IBM 5100 computer, which he said was needed to debug various legacy computers programmed in 2036. Oh, man, that's kind of sick. Like they need yeah. the old technology to deal with the old technology because oh, yeah, there was something there that Nothing's like had to fix. Anymore. It was like going to cure he, the virus, whatever that was happening in that's 2036. Somewhat plausible. He needed an EMP, guys. The plot, the the <laughs> plot device for so many science fiction movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I love a good EMP. I wish I had a pocket EMP. You know, I do too. But what would I'm... you use it for, though? <laughs> Quick what would you do with it? I, yeah. I would sh I would shut down the security of a casino and then me and my twelve other friends would rob it. Yeah, that's exactly where my head okay. was at. Okay, so you guys are just going and the Don oceans. Cheadle and Don Cheadle would be there to explain every time <laughs> what EMP stands for with so a really forced Cockney pulse. accent. Yes, it, it stands for electromagnetic pulse. Yes, God. thank you, Harland. Uh, no problem. I can't wait to rob a casino with you in 2036. I'm just going to be telling everybody the plans. With your with your pocket EMPs. <laughs> as if casinos were like, fuck, you know, we were doing really great, but now that there's pocket EMPs, we're broke. Mm -hmm. We can't think of a way around this. So uh, Teeter said that he had been selected specifically for this mission because his paternal grandfather was directly involved with the assembly and programming of the 5100. Are you getting like Terminator vibes a little bit from this yeah, story? Yeah, you have to go back and kill or stop somebody from... Uh, Who's related to you in some way or like... Yeah, but isn't that the whole being... grandfather? Well, I guess he's not trying to kill him, is he? The Terminator? The Terminator doesn't no, have No, 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 this guy that no. we're talking about. <laughs> no, he's trying to save people. Okay, okay. So his, his grandfather, because he's claiming that he was uh, like 13 uh, in 1975. And so he his grandfather was the one who invented it. And he's coming back. Got it. Okay, okay, I see. Also, yeah. what's the opposite of Terminator? Procreator? 
That's that was my first thought too. But that means like it sounds way sexual. <laughs> like the dude just comes back in time. He's like, "Give me that Dell fifty one hundred or where the fuck IBM." I have to fucking you know. and show me where the entry port is. Mm-hmm. I need then to do an upload. I need, a, I need to put the upload. male jack into the female jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's my name, male jack. <laughs> male jack. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the title comes in and it's all like diamond cut steel looking things. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Dun, dun, That's what dun, I'm talking dun, dun. about. Uh, so he claimed that he was only stopping over in the year 2000 for quote unquote personal reasons. Wait, hang on. You keep, no, if you're time traveling for like a very important <laughs> reason, you don't get to just like take a vacay on the way. Apparently it's just like an Uber. Who sanctioned this? Who let him do what that? About, what about like it's, fucking with like, I stepped on this grass and now... The butterfly effect. Yeah, 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 yeah the butterfly yeah. effect. What Apparently about that that's shit? not an issue. I beg uh, to differ. In, in, in some of <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on a second. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I'll probably get into it more a little bit later, but he basically is. Uh, we'll, we'll cover it in a second. I'm gonna. I'm, you got to hear about this fucking time machine. But okay, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yes, sure, sure. Okay. He's <laughs> saying that he is stopping over for personal reasons, and it was to collect pictures. Taking a sick day. <laughs> that were lost in the future civil war. Oh boy! To visit his family, whom he spoke of often in these posts. So, the time machine. Now, what are you guys picturing? for the time machine let me get your your visualizations oh, i mean man. it's got to be a platform with like some spinning arms around it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sort of uh you remember in contact where it was yeah. the three rings oh, yeah. that all spun in different directions i'm something it's got something that like one. that yeah. or or like the box from um oh shit was it prime pie uh that one really good time pie. travel movie pie I think yeah, it was pie. pie yeah like they, you just got in it and then you got out. Look, I, I'm a I, big fan of Stargate personally. So, okay, so the thing that I'm into is you have to find <laughs> the the like the weird like physical anomaly one place on Earth that has like weird. It's like a crossover mm. layer between planes and time and everything. Sure, so you have right. to build a structure around like the weird energy in a this specific, one specific geographic location. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into that kind of shit. That's cool. So that's kind of what you're picturing for this particular vehicle? Yeah, like the government has then since like... Oh, you know what? It's kind of like in Stranger Things uh, when the government has built oh, right. around the, the entire facility around the, the portal to the under the upside down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Okay. You're both wrong. It's a 67 Chevy Corvette convertible. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that whole buildup. I was we're like, like, we've got to be close, right? We're, yeah, we're like, it's got to be one of these. No, it's a fucking 67 Chevy, bitch. <laughs> oh my Hop sorry, in was... the back, grab a grab a six or a Coors, and let's <laughs> fucking <laughs> light them in. <laughs> Get in, you loser. are the American going, dream. Get in, loser. We're going fucking time traveling. We're going time traveling, loser. Get in. So he he said that it, well, his it's time got tra- a Hemi. <laughs> his time machine was built into the passenger side of a 1967 Corvette convertible, uh, but then it was later put into a an 87 Chevy Suburban. Sure. Basically, his reasoning in these posts was that. Uh, it needed to be portable in a way that wasn't clunky. 
Sure. Uh, I mean, which uh, okay. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I've got, but, that, but that's only possible if the technology itself is small enough to be portable. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, I, I don't know. I have issues with this. A time machine should be bigger than a fucking Chevy Corvette. So he did release some things. And so here I'm sending you guys a picture of the schematic of mm-hmm. one of the things. Yes, and then I'm also sending you this. a supposed picture of what this is. So there's a, a couple of photos that were assumed to be from him. Um, but basically it is two magnetic housing units for the dual micro singularities, an electron okay. injection manifold to alter mass and gravity of the micro singularities, a cooling and x-ray venting system, gravity sensors or variable gravity lock four main cesium locks and three main computer units so that's a lot of shit that you're pumping into that chevy (laughs) yeah it's an antimatter device son you know the one thing i'm not seeing on these schematics is any form of nas yeah um, yeah that's true where's where do you go fast i mean you gotta go fast <laughs> if you're going back to the future back yeah. no that's a movie if you're going back in time you gotta go fast like I, sonic I, yeah I he think... did say that he was a big fan of the back to the future movies and that's why he was excited about it um mm-hmm. sure just a little time, side note what if time travel was just like the lazy river oh my gosh i'd love that <laughs> but wait isn't that what life is isn't life the lazy river I, yeah, but that's ex- that's what I'm exactly what I'm saying, John. What if you know you're just cruising, and when you decide to get out, is when just you just kind of land wherever and what time period you were, you know, you got off on. You don't even know. You know. You know that sounds like some. That sounds like some Buddhism <laughs> shit right there. You're you're off on <laughs> some Hurricane <laughs> Harbor Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hurricane oh, Buddha. That's I your do boy. like that. That's that is good. Um. All right, let's get into some of his predictions. So he came back to kind of like warn people in a sense of uh, horrible atrocities to come. Uh, the first being an upcoming civil war in the United States having to do with, quote, order and rights. He described it as beginning in 2004 with civil unrest surrounding the presidential election that year, which, I mean, was that George- we kind of got off okay. That was George W., right? Yeah, that was W and Gore, I think, right? Right, yeah. Or, yeah. No, Kerry. Oh, yeah, that was Kerry. Okay, um, so he, he was... missed that mark by about 16 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the civil conflict that he characterized as having a Waco-type event late, uh, every month that steadily got worse, <laughs> which, good God. Yeah. A Waco? Yeah. What'd you say? Waco. Waco. Oh, oh, Waco, oh, Texas. No, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Wagyu, like a, the beef? A Wagyu beef a situation? Wagyu beef. Um, <laughs> and then he said that it would basically erupt and be on everyone's doorstep by 2008, which. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty accurate. I'll give him that one. Uh. I don't, I don't think know. I got that bad. Well, get... I'm talking about mass shootings. That's what he's talking about, right? School mass shootings that happen every fucking week. Well, no. yeah, I think I think that was or, more or so large... now because we're so we're still talking 12 years ago at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. W- yeah Waco well, was more like um, the weird, you know, cult sort of holding up and then burning themselves down. Sure. Yeah, I guess the cult aspect is important there. <laughs> 
But uh, he's saying that as a result of that war, the United States would split into five regions based on various factors, including different military objectives. The Civil War, according to Tudor, would end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War III. A brief but intense World War III. Mm -hmm. Did he say what nations were involved in World War III? He didn't. So that's that's what <laughs> why it's vague and specific at the same time to just like kind of gesture at things that maybe could possibly I don't know who well, knows. Thank God he Stuff's told us weird. we could alter this. Yeah, otherwise yeah. we would have already had World War Three by now. Exactly. Thanks well, to this hero. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious though too when when you describe a world war as brief but intense. Do you, mm-hmm. Which I'm just I want to pose this to you guys. Would you rather have a brief but intense world war or a long? And sort of just like chill World War, you know what I mean? <laughs> that lasted for like a decade, and it, but it was like, oh, that thing—it's still going on. You know, I almost forgot there was a war going on. It's been going on so long. <laughs> like I don't know which one would be worse. This is casually normal. putting out your cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I can't be bothered to talk about this. I've got places to be, and I don't can't even think about a war right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, Go ahead. Good, good point. Uh, so I think a f- uh, quick and intense, or what was it? What was the terminology? Brief but intense. Brief, Brief but, intense. but intense. Yes. Uh, yeah, that just means a lot of nuking to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or like water balloon fights. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But the water balloons are filled with pee. And chemicals. And they can kill people instantaneously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you guys want to take it there, that's your choice. Um, Peter Ruff. <laughs> He refers to the exchange as N-Day, the letter N. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, Um, Like to the nth degree, maybe? Maybe. Uh, But Washington, D.C. and Jacksonville, Florida are specifically mentioned as being hit. And then after the war, for some fucking reason, Omaha, Nebraska would be the new U.S. capital. Oh, no. They're (laughs) going to take over the Saddle Creek records and post up with bright eyes next door. Nebraska. (laughs) What? There's no reasoning behind this. Also, why would Jacksonville ever be a target? (laughs) It's because he's from there. You know, I think he's just being selfish, really. He's very Mm self-centered. He's thinking about himself. He Mm -hmm. he has to just pop by the year 2000 to get a photo of his fucking family. Nothing against Jacksonville. I just don't think it has much to do on a world scale. Or because he's from there is exactly the reason they sent him back because it happened to him. He lost his whole family in, I don't know if he just describes what happened in the future to make them send him back. (laughs) Hell of an origin story. Yeah. He lost everyone he loved because he lived in Jacksonville and they were like, you're the perfect man. You have nothing to live for except to stop this from happening to jacksonville we're on like a borderline halfway decent uh x-men plot here straight up yeah we're getting there we just need mutants yeah um i hope john was gonna say well we'll talk about that we're gonna get to that (laughs) you know you know know, we'll we'll talk about that later we'll get there we'll get yeah uh he was super vague about the the motivations behind the world war three so he didn't he wanted to just kind of gloss over that you know maybe he's not an economist he's not a political science major there's so many intricacies but he knows i mean franz ferdinand right guys am i right uh eighth grade history one hey, part hey, hey. of thousands. What? What is that, Albert? Well, yeah. <laughs> Franz Ferdinand. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know, guys. 
don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> so this is where we kind of get into some of his like. This is where we get completely off track. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he kind of explains like his theories of things or his explanations of the not butterfly effect happening. So uh, sure, he okay. claimed that the Everett Wheeler model, model of quantum physics, better known as the many worlds interpretation, was right. correct. Mm. So okay, according so, to Teeter, yeah, it continue, caused sorry. a new time stream to form because of his time travel. So basically he was kind of saying that every time that he traveled through time, it would create a separate world in right. which he existed and the other universe existed. And so he said that he would like visit him, his former self and he would like go on joy rides with him and then like with himself. And, yeah. Like with his younger self, he would go and like hang out with his three year old self or his teenage self and just like fucking do donuts, I guess. in his sick ass vet. <laughs> yeah. What were that? What were those hangouts? Like, <laughs> He's like, don't worry, kid. I'll buy you beer. <laughs> I'll buy me beer, as in us, as in we're the same person. Me, I'm buying me beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, that gave all of his predictions uh, a little bit more water because if anyone was like, "Well, this didn't happen," he's like, "Well, it happened in my world." Yeah, a different so, reality. Fuck. So yeah, dependable. everything could could be like totally glossed over yeah he can right. explain away well yeah that's because it happened here and i'm seeing parallels over here i want to make sure it doesn't happen over here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so basically anytime something was happening and like there was some skepticism he would just basically just say that of like, why am oh, i well, getting like i'm getting like weird time travel edward snowden vibes from this guy <laughs> yeah a little bit mm-hmm. no but yeah he's uh he's breaking the news on fucking time travel in many worlds dude yeah yeah um, so over the next four months, uh, Teeter would respond to basically every question that people would have when he would post on these forums, describing like future events, the politically phrased things to make them sound real, <laughs> I guess. Yep. Um, you just use the, a good vocabulary to make it sound legit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he always used it with like a general disclaimer to say that like alternate realities do exist. So it might not be in your world, but it is in mine kind of thing. And so like, so he's be- basically like a fiction writer who's just like throwing shit out there being like, hey, uh, th- there's World War Three in Jacksonville. And then we post it up in Omaha, Nebraska. But I know it didn't actually happen. But that's because of many worlds. Like, I'm getting the vibe that he's just, like, testing some of Mm -hmm. his material (laughs) out here a little bit. He's got an audience. Uh, and th- but then he also would like pepper in a couple of like very serious things of being like, uh, you guys should like learn first aid and like stop eating beef because then he was like, oh, well, mad cow disease is a really bad thing in my world. So like stop doing that. So like we have like a very safety first vegetarian from the future kind of thing. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of strange, but um, in 2006, a lawyer named Lawrence Haber, who claimed to represent Kay Teeter, a woman alleging to be John's mother, contacted uh, James Norrie, who took over uh, the Coast to Coast AM radio station from Art Bell. Got it. Okay. So they were doing like an interview. They were doing call-in things to answer questions and that sort of thing. Um, And Lawrence Haber was acting as her sort of in between for the phone call and as her attorney and she like would try and answer things but answered essentially nothing so like nobody learned anything else 
but <laughs> after, well, definitely after the, nothing fishy going on here yeah yeah um but after that episode people started like tracking his timelines and started to like put things together and sort of writing their own narratives about him and sort of creating this fiction of like who this person oh, yeah. is the fans are running away with it yeah um <laughs> this is a theme of the show but like the all of the false predictions started really really piling up and like it was so much harder to overlook the fact that this is probably not real just in a right. guy on a you forum you having just, some fun you can't just be like i'm here to warn you about shit that happened or that might happen but i know it didn't happen here but it happened in my world heed my word like yeah, yeah. how um, much can you say that before people just go well i guess it doesn't matter for our world yeah exactly you yeah it's almost like the many worlds theory is kind of working against him at this point yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you know the what longer I mean? the longer it goes on yeah, yeah exactly yeah but i mean like how long could you think you could keep up something like that like if it was real like well how, since you're if asking you're expected to have all of the answers kind of thing like how i mean i'm i have a pretty bad memory to begin with like i have trouble remembering yeah. what happened though over the weekend let alone like trying to Dude. explain to people how the future I, I can't, is i can't keep all of my lies in order as it is and boy <laughs> yeah. are there a lot of them i have to be a different person around different people all the time you're it's, living it is, a web of lies it's, i am living a web of lies i'll come clean here right now on the show and it is tiring mm-hmm. I, I i only have maybe six months left in me before <laughs> i come clean with all of the all the different personalities that are within me so, i look forward to that think think about horoscope though Horoscope? Horoscope. Horoscope. I know it's spooky season. It's not horror scope. Yeah. (laughs) Did I say horror scope? No, that's what I said. Okay. Well, my point is the this this whole thing operates under um uh, like kind of a vague notion. And it has a huge following. Yeah. So this guy's almost channeling that, but except with loose predictions of what will happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's what you're referring to as cognitive dissonance. It's, yes. It's like believing in inconsistent thoughts or in the case of like your example, horoscopes, very vague statements. <laughs> yeah. That, that you can like apply people to. People can identify and, with or like make some sort of connection with. Yeah, exactly yeah um but i think like the biggest thing with this is the the butterfly effect that like you just kind of sidestep by saying that there's many worlds but like the thing that trips me up with this is that if every time he time travels a different world is created that's too many worlds man well well even weirder even like more insane than that is that how like uh many worlds is is every moment there's a new world being created with every Mm -hmm. decision and every little thing. So it's like trillions upon trillions upon trillions of worlds by not, it's not even about like the decisions you make. It's moment to moment. There's a new world that's been created. Like there, for for an example, that there's a world that has been created in which I didn't eat a third taco tonight. Right. (laughs) And it's a better world. It's probably a better world. I don't know if it's better. (laughs) It's a skinnier world. Uh, yeah, less calories. Welcome to Skinny World. Everything is one less bite than you want. 
but oh then you God, have to that's like then, hell yep. <laughs> but then you shitty. also have to apply that to the seven billion people on the planet every like it's just insane mm-hmm. it compounds at an insanely exponential rate we've that, got like, a smaller so... footprint in this reality welcome to skinny world we live longer than you motherfucker <laughs> Oh my gosh. There's food um, for everybody because everyone's not just wo- wolfing it down. Eating yeah. that third taco. You don't need it. You take three <laughs> bites of a four bite taco, you give the fourth bite to your friend. All of this talk is actually making me want another taco. And so. <laughs> yeah, we should move on. I wonder if there is a world in which before. I get up and eat another taco right now. There is. You just made it because you thought about it. Yeah. It's oh happening God. now. So, um, one of the big things that like people saw as a big plot hole in his story was that, uh, <laughs> plot in, hole <laughs> in 2004, yeah, like it's like a fucking story. <laughs> it's a shitty <laughs> movie. Yeah. It's the, it's the first three movies of the star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, he predicted that there was going to be no Olympic games after 2004. They would just be done. And so, like, they were just over it, or yeah, they're just done. They just they're didn't just do like, it. we don't need to do this anymore. What is this yeah. even for? They became cool. extremely <laughs> disillusioned. <laughs> Fuck this. Does anyone still want to get buff anymore? I don't. I just want to eat another taco. We yeah. keep making all these Olympic cities, and then they just like rot and deteriorate, and they it's just a poverty. Waste. It's but, a yeah. bullshit system, man. This is bad, right? We should not like do this anymore. That's probably just, that's the that's the lazy river world. That's where everyone just became way chiller oh. because they're like, you know what? I don't even care if you're faster than me, dude. Let's just be friends. No, yeah, let's have chill. a talk. Let's have that third taco they had oh. in, the, in the other dimension. Dude, hey. third taco world is winning me over right now. I'm about it. It's like, bro, you just want to link toes on the link- lazy river and just get off where we get off? Yeah. <laughs> link toes, link toes. is the grossest like, visual oh, no. I could possibly and formulate. Like, nice. And you guys both have cigars. <laughs> if someone told cruising. me that in the future that linking toes was like the new hand-holding, I would just throw myself off the roof. Well, it's the thing in, in specifically that alternate reality is that it's also Planet of the Apes alternate reality, so it's a lot easier to do. Oh yeah, you just have a weird hands. Sorry, I'm yeah. just like imagine what it feels like to link toes. I've no, never, I don't wanna. I've never considered this. This is such a weird thought. Okay. Oh. Well, something for you to try later. Yeah. So yeah. Try it on yourself. First. Yeah, I'll try it on myself taco. first. I'll do a little test run. TT World. TT World. TT it's not world. what you think it stands for. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, so, uh, on March 24th, 2001, uh, Teeter offered a final piece in a post, and he said, bring a gas can with you for when the car dies on the side of the road. Fuck. And he signed off forever, and no one We're ever all going to immolate again. ourselves on the side of the street. Wait, <laughs> he just bailed. Yeah, then he disappeared. He never posted again after that. Wait, wait. So, repeat that line for me really quick. The, his yeah, last sorry. <laughs> I was talking about his, immolation. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Harlan. <laughs> he said, bring a gas can with you when your car dies on the side of the road. Now, that is just like some sound dad advice. That's not even like future proof. Well, yeah, and it's also not, I mean, it sounds like it's supposed to sound ominous, but it's just like, like oh, thanks for the tip. <laughs> if this dickhead didn't predict Tesla, like how are, how are we going to trust him? That's true. I think it's like a um, might be like a thing of like, hey, when you experience hard times, 
you know, be mentally prepared to get through it, like with your own little mental backup. Wow, well, that is doing a lot of heavy lifting there, Kyle. Yeah. Well, I was conspiracy also, theories work, dude. This is that yeah. is like, very true. You have to propel it with these kind of bullshit things. Sure, like right. You mm-hmm. have to twist it like to make it fit your narrative. <laughs> but I was gonna say though, that's like if if that's supposed to be some sort of helpful time traveler advice, it's still not very good because I feel like the better thing to have when you break down on the side of the road is like a like a jug of water so you don't die in the desert you know what i mean why do you think you're breaking down in a desert do you think like every side of the road is a desert harland why do you why oh do i don't you know i guess that's a good point here. that's just i don't know that's just in my head i guess because he's created a dystopian type welcome <laughs> to harland's therapy image now, in my harland, head now show, tell, let's talk about <laughs> let's, let's talk that. about the desert why does the desert immediately appear to you in a situation like this why does it scare you tell, tell us why it scares you because I'm w- living a web of lies. There's nothing <laughs> real and nothing <laughs> tangible within it. Just like the desert. Just a tumbleweed <laughs> blowing by and maybe a little gecko. And he's poisonous. You can't he touch is. him because yeah. he's a lie. He's not real and he will harm you. You know what the worst part about the desert is? Mm-hmm. You can't hug a cactus, man. Well, you shouldn't. Uh, not can't because you can definitely do that. You could. Real bad. <laughs> that sounds like you've had experience with this so yeah mm. kyle kyle why don't you lay down on the couch now um so what why? about cactuses make you want to hug them <laughs> yeah let me look at my back here okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's gonna just... turn into an asmr episode real quick no they i'm gonna look, do that some other time we're gonna do that look, some other time they just look like a really good friend and i just want to hug them but they're really spiky like a lot of my friends now now kyle do you think that it's you you know that they're gonna hurt you and push you away and that's why you like it but i need to hug them to show them that i care exactly we've we've reached a breakthrough we've got it all right that's gonna be 250 dollars for the hour thank you very much (laughs) yeah we round we round up here at uh johnny and harlan's tag team therapy sessions johnny and, Har- johnny and harlan come on down to harlan john come on down, down to hj sessions. get yourself an hj and get we, your we got a massage parlor in the back get, i don't know why now i'm from fucking boston it's like a front it's a therapy front they just talk you into getting hit hj yeah. in the back <laughs> <laughs> Hey, before oh you God. before you come in, can you run down to the licky store and fucking get <laughs> me the licky store? <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> and get me a sixer. There you okay, go. Now that's stuck the landing. You got it. Yeah, you got it back. Um. So, fast forward, and we're time traveling now. Uh, to two thousand and nine. Welcome. <laughs> um. <laughs> in t- <laughs> in two thousand nine. this finally reached ahead uh people had like formulated all these stories there was finally someone who was investigating into it people needed to crack this code basically like figure out who the fuck this person was and there was a bit of a breakthrough people sort of suspected this (laughs) only sort of (laughs) well there's a lot of evidence that kind of led to this um this guy larry haber uh who was a florida entertainment lawyer and his brother, uh, who is a computer scientist, kind of formulated what? this story. What a, what <laughs> what different paths did these brothers go down? <laughs> yeah, dude. 
So holy shit! Which one in that family is the black sheep? Because I can't tell. You'll remember that uh, Lawrence Haber was the quote-unquote attorney that was mitigating the go-between for uh, the interview with. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Lawrence, if if you're familiar, is a you know a fancy dressed-up name for Larry. Larry. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically that, that kind of like ended where that was because he was a computer scientist. He kind of knew a little bit about it. He could fudge all of these sort of technical aspects of things and answer a lot of these sort of speculative questions about the science and mechanics behind the, the time travel machine. Sure. And so there, the biggest thing is that no one can think of why, like there's no explanation of why this happened. Sure. It was just kind of like, let's see if we can make this a thing. And it has truly become like a weird legendary kind of thing. Yeah. It's mu- like much like the Joker where he just wanted to watch the world burn. There mm-hmm. was no point just to like, just cause I can, you know? Yeah. Just cause I can. Yeah. So he's, he's made some appearances. He did write a book, uh, which I don't know how you do from the future. Um, you get it published mm, in the real world that you're trying you to fax, do it you in. Fax it to the correct year, yes. right? They publish yeah, it. F- fax machines are also time travel machines, apparently. Where he comes from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want, if you want to, if you fax something, it immediately goes back to the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to all those faxes where you're just like, "Fuck, you didn't get it. I faxed you. Ah, oh, you must have got it 20 years ago." Some poor bastard in the 80s has an entire fucking novel coming out of his machine. <laughs> Why won't it stop? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> We're on this page 492. There's no plot structure. I'm out you of Tona. The funniest part, though, is that it comes out in Omaha, Nebraska, somewhere. Um, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Somewhere, it's like uh, in the Prestige, all the fucking uh, duplicate right. hats. Oh, it's right, right. Fucking yeah. pages like, of and 30 yards balls. away. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, fantastic movie. Um, so, yeah, this this had a couple other little things where people got obsessed with it and made a... There's a play about it. Um, wow. There was a, he made an appearance in an anime novel. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And then in an issue of the upbeat squirrel girl, John Teeter is listed as Deadpool's guide to supervillains card set as an alias of Kang the Conqueror. I mean, uh, honest, I mean, I don't know how familiar, I'm not super familiar with like, uh, I'm not a huge comic book nerd, but I know Mm -hmm. that squirrel girl so hard to say squall go she has a pretty big cult following and if anybody's gonna have a tie-in like mm-hmm. in the comic book world it's gonna be the writers for squirrel girl yeah it's pretty crazy like um there are th- hundreds of thousands of links about stories about john teeter and there are still people talking about it and making videos and i mean i heard about it on tiktok like probably a month ago and was right. like, I it's need still, to find out what this damn story is. It's still in the ether. That's I just sent you guys a photo of Kang the Conqueror, just so you guys have a reference. Oh yeah, Kang's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that that is the story of John Teeter, the time traveler. John Teeter, Jimer Heimel Smith, and <laughs> our creation of the Three Taco Universe. Well, shit, John. Thanks for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that I, was I fun. That it. was very good. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Thanks, boys. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.